Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to another glorious episode of Ignorant is Intelligence. I am your host, Brandon M. Davis. Pause for the applause. Thank you. Thank you. You're far too kind. Summer is over. Labor Day is next week. I don't even know if they're having a Labor Day parade. <laughs> for like the last two years, they straight up canceled that shit. They're like, yo, man, you black niggas don't know how to act. So they've been using a pandemic as often as they can as an excuse not to have that parade. Yo, they had every parade but the Labor Day parade. They had the Columbus Day parade, the Puerto Rican Day parade, the Dominican Day parade. Motherfucking every sports team had a parade for their championship. When it comes to West Indians having that parade, nope, you niggas got to sit this one out. And I can't blame them. Y'all be wilding every year. Every year, every year we're like, oh man, I wonder who getting killed at the parade this year. Like, how you go into the parade knowing someone going to get bodied? But you know, Black Lives Matter though, right? But anywho, anywho, this summer, this summer was um, type trash though, because... We ain't see no no um no sundresses. This entire summer has been whack. All we got was monkeypox, guns, and women dressing like me, bro. Like I'm tired of that shit. Like honestly, I'm not trying to be a misogynist or anti-feminism, whatever the fuck ever. But yo, I I I like feminine women, right? I like when women walk by and smell like perfume. I'm tired of women smelling like just New York City air, bro. Like, that's not it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like, these new women be smelling like, you know, half the dudes I chill with. Like, that's not wavy. I'm, I'm tired of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, how I'm going to pull up. Like, how I take care of myself more than today's New York City women, right? Like, you know, I'm a fly dude. You know what I'm saying? I'm attractive. I exfoliate my skin. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I use chapstick. I moisturize my hair. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I use a uh, leave-in conditioner. You feel me? I put on lotion every day. Put cocoa butter on my face. Can't be out here looking like Ashy Larry. Try to look good. You know, I don't want to be that musty dude. I wear deodorant every day. I shower twice a day. I could come from the gym and you wouldn't know. I got a good selection of, of cologne. I just got some Jimmy Choo cologne. You know what I'm saying? As a, as a, as a gift. And... You know, so I be I be smelling fly out here. How I smell fresh, but you know, you smell like you was playing ball all day. Like I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this. Like I come out in Yeezys, sweats, and a graphic T-shirt, and you go chill with women, and they dress the same, man. Like, like I'm tired of that, yo. Like we, y'all don't wear lipstick no more. Y'all don't wear lipstick. How is everyone on TikTok or Instagram? A makeup artist, but none of y'all wear makeup. Like this shit is crazy. Like, and the ones who do wear makeup go too far with the big ass snuffleupagus, fake lashes, and the ten pounds of makeup. Whatever happened to like a a, a nice little nice little uh, blush on the cheeks and a little eyeshadow and a little eyeliner, little mascara. You know what I'm saying? You know the little bit goes a long way. Days now they just out here. You know. Either straight cake face or straight 
plain face, no nothing to accentuate the beauty. Like they they be moving like me. You feel me? And got the same amount of body hair too. Yo, I was on a train the other day. Oh my god. This woman, right? She um had on a skirt. Like the one time I saw a skirt this summer, her legs were yo, it looked like she was in hibernation. I never seen a set of legs this hairy. And then when she got up, she went to go grab the pole. And yo, like, you know, I'm a grown man in my 30s. I have hairy underarms. I'm a grown man. That like that's I, I think that's how God want me. You know what I'm saying? I have a beard. I'm a I'm a I'm a respectfully hairy individual. Why she got more underarm hair than me? And then y'all gonna say, oh, are you intimidated? Are you intimidated by my feminine energy? Do I intimidate you? Nah, you disgust me because like this is not this is not wavy. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then I and when I put on deodorant, right? I use I use strong deodorant because I'm a guy. I sweat a lot. I've been going to the gym. It's 97 degrees outside. It's not like I'm a tiny person either. So I'm like, you know what I mean? Let me be extra fresh. You know, I'm taking y'all into consideration. I get up. She stands up. I don't even see, like, when I use deodorant, you might see a little deodorant residue. Because you know what I'm saying? If you got a hand in your arms, it don't dry off right away. But you might see it. Yo, she gets up. I don't see any residue. So it led me to believe that, you know, her underarms didn't have no deodorant. Like, come on, what are we doing? And then, like, you could see, and, and yo, Shorty had on a fucking, um, a, like, a, one of them sleeveless um, joints, like a, like a tank top almost, right? So I'm looking, and I'm looking at the shoulders, and I, and I, and I like, peep hair on the shoulders. I'm like, yo, this is, this is fucking hairy bitch out here. Like, this bitch's shoulders look like Mufasa's mane. Like, what the fuck is going on? You know what I'm saying? Like, take care of that. You know, put a little nair. You know what I'm saying? I understand. Look, people got body hair, all right? But, goddamn. You know what I'm saying? I don't need you to look like me and my mans in them. Shit is disgusting. Oh, a real man can handle me. Ma'am, you are a man. Like, <laughs> cut this shit out. Tadio trying to be a real man's man. We don't need that shit. Make, make, make women feminine again. Tired of y'all smoking grabber, talking like all my boys. Yo, son, word to my dad. Da -da 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 -da. Like, just shut on, gang, nigga. Like, shut the fuck up. God damn. That's, that's why parties are whack. Because chicks be pulling up in jeans, t-shirts, and big-ass Tims, and Jordans and Yeezys, just like every dude at the, at the function. Like, this is not wavy, yo. Y'all really got to cut this out. It's not beneficial to to the human race. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on now. It was just summer. Why are you wearing these hot-ass pants anyway? Now, yo, I can't help but wonder. I made myself laugh while I was on the, um, on the train when I was looking at this hairy individual. And I was just like, yo, you know what would be crazy? I wonder if her pussy's bald. <laughs> <laughs> like everything else on you is just looking like Sasquatch or looking like Chewbacca and then your pussy is as bald as a newborn baby's ass like that would be insane like what's the point just let it rock out by that point point. you know what's great I could tolerate I could tolerate pubic hair right like if you got a bush down there 
I can respect it. You know what I'm saying? It, it means you're a grown woman. You get you got shit to do. You ain't got time to be shaving your pussy every day. Cool, that's fine, right? But as long as it's like neatly groomed, you know what I'm saying? Like at least go over it with, with a little bit of clippers and give it a nice little number one with a little tape on the side. You know what I'm saying? Don't let it get crazy. Or if you just get like a little bikini wax and take care of like the outside of it by, you know, a little groin area where the thigh connects to the bladder, that area, like, you know, clean that right there. I could take, I could take the, 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 the pussy here on the bladder. Just make sure it's neat where I eat. You feel me? Don't be having fucking hairs covering up your clitoris. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be having hairs coming down the lip. Like, your lips on your pussy should not look like the lips on my face. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you know, and I have a beard, so this is not what we're trying to do. If your pussy beard touches, you know, my beard, it, it's like Velcro. I might get stuck. Yeah, it might be a bad situation. You know, my beard a little nappy. I'm black. We got that that coarse hair. And for whatever reason, pussy hairs be feeling like the Velcro on sneakers. That shit is not soft. Like, y'all ever have Velcro on your sneakers? That's exactly what pussy hair feels like. If you... Rub your hand and get some pussy here. It'll sound like, you know what I'm saying? It sound like you lacing up to go play ball. But anywho, um, yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all need to be women again because in other countries, you can't even really be a woman, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm tired of hearing women complain about how hard it is to be an American woman. All right, so they overturn Roe v. Wade. Type foul, but it's not as bad as other countries. Like, would you rather be a woman in New York or a woman in Rwanda, in Africa, right? I asked this question because, like, yo, I'm reading this article, right? Peep this, right? A woman faces two years in jail for a shameful dress. This woman named, let me get this name right, Lilian Mugabekazi, arrested in Rwanda for shameful dressing. This 24-year-old woman was arrested on August 7th after she attended a concert wearing a sheer dress. So, like, her dress was a little bit see-through. And they were like, oh, you out here with some titties? Nah, bitch. And they put her in jail. And they talking about giving her two whole African years in prison just for showing a little titty. And you chicks be out here selling feet and pussy pictures on OnlyFans and doing whatever the fuck you want, talking about you oppressed. Huh? I don't think you know what oppression is. You really don't. Like, y'all can fuck whoever you want. You could cheat on your husband with no repercussions. Yo, in America, you could cheat on your husband and then file for divorce and take his money. And then walk around like you the oppressed one. Man. I got to take a sip for that. (laughs) Because that's crazy. I think all women should just get dumped in the Middle East. When they turn 18 <laughs> to realize how hard life is in other countries. Like, you know, in some countries, if a woman is walking by herself, she's considered as like like a, an object. She has to be walking with a man. Otherwise, she's viewed as like a hooker or, you know, an object that could be purchased. I'm not exaggerating. This is true. Like Americans as a whole, we're very spoiled. Like you in, in other countries, say Dubai. There's no alcohol. You can't drink in Dubai if you're a Muslim. Like, tourists are allowed to drink, but only in designated areas. 
So you have to go to a, a licensed area where they serve alcohol. You can't go to the beach and have a drink. You know what I'm saying? You can't be out and about in public having a drink in Dubai. They will throw your ass in jail. Okay? We keep looking at the world through this American lens of, oh my God, that's so harsh. Well, not to them. That's just how they move. That's their country. You know what I'm saying? Like in Singapore, it's illegal to chew gum. You know what I'm saying? And we chew gum all the time. It's just that in Singapore, they, some, at, at, I think it was in 92, they, uh, they had smeared gum everywhere and it affected the mass transit system that they had. And they spent like hundreds of thousands of dollars cleaning up the mess. So they're like, yo, it's clipped for that. Like we're, we're not doing this. And if you're caught with gum in Singapore, guess what? You can go to jail. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they spent $150,000 a year to clean gum litter. So Singapore just banned all the gum in 1992 after that. The only time you could get uh, gum is if it's uh, to help you quit smoking cigarettes like that nicotine gum or if it's dental gums that offer therapeutic value. That's prescribed to you through a doctor or a dentist or something like that. Other than that, you get caught blowing a bubble, lock your ass up, man. It's just crazy outside. We don't realize how fortunate we are. Like, how are you going to wake up in New York City, right? Where you literally every day can just go and turn on the tap water and just drink tap water. Like, we complain about how bad our tap water is, right? Yo, in other countries, if you drink the tap water, like, your guts will explode. Like, <laughs> you might get tapeworm. You know what I'm saying? You, your kids may end up with a cleft lip if you drink too much tap water. You might get sterile, bro. You know, this is the world we live in. You you want to drink tap water from India? I think not. I think not. Yo, the people out here survived off nitro tap water. We good. We good, man. And y'all out here, oh, we have to drink motherfucking essential water. Nigga, we straight. If you, if you could... People out there, they, you know, I never get when I went to DR. That was the first thing they tell you, do not drink the water. I'm like, God damn. You can't even drink water out this motherfucker. And we complaining. You can't drink water. Shit's spooky outside, man. We, we, we live a good life here. Chicks in other countries got to stay virgins until the night of their marriage. You know what I'm saying? And... And a lot of them end up in arranged marriages. Chicks out here being motherfucking eighth grade sucking dick in the back staircase. This is <laughs> like, where's the oppression, bro? Like, you know what I'm saying? Every every chick that listened to this podcast done sucked dick in the staircase before. Facts. Every chick done suck. Every chick that listened to my podcast has sucked dick in some public place, whether it be the MTA, the movie theater. A Starbucks bathroom, um, a library after school. I don't know. But you suck dick and got your back blown out in a public place. And in other countries, you got to marry a motherfucker you never met or it'll like shame your family and you got to be a virgin and you got to cook and clean. Yo, these chicks be ordering Uber Eats acting like it's the end of the world. It's like, I'm impressed. Like, yo, I read this thing. Women are so oppressed, right? Here's how oppressed women are. At Google, women are so oppressed that the women 
now make more money than the men in most of the cases because Google is worried about wage disparity and women suing. Google's like, like the biggest company on the planet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if you could persuade them motherfuckers to be like that you're oppressed and you have to make more than, you know, your male counterparts for absolutely no reason. You know what I'm saying? What other companies are going to follow suit? That's how oppressed y'all are. You're not. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's just, I don't understand. How are you oppressed? How? Let me get, because you have access to birth control, you're oppressed? Because you can fuck however many dudes you want, you're oppressed? You know how many of you women will get stoned to death if you were in Afghanistan <laughs> for the actions that you've committed in your life? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on now. You got a pretty sweet deal. And I'm not bashing you. Hey, man, listen, this is the land of the free. Fuck it. I ain't mad at it. But I, I just want a little bit of uh, perspective on people's views. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like check your egos a little bit and realize how fortunate you are and stop complaining so much. Like, oh, America's so bad. Ah, la, 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 la. Uh, other countries have free health care. Right, cool. You also got to wait like three days just to see a doctor. Like, you really want to wait uh, two years to get a fucking heart transplant? Because, you know, free health care. So the lines are through the door. This woman was talking about uh, she tore her ACL in Canada. And had to wait a whole year to get ACL reconstructive surgery. Not because she was putting the surgery off, but they put her on a one-year waiting list. Do you know how crucial your ACL is to the structure of your knee? If you don't have an ACL, that's what basically holds your knee in place. So her knee, like the, the femur and the, I believe it's the tibia bone, that's where they connect. It's connected by your ACL, was wobbling back and forth for a whole year. You want that? I mean, I'd rather, you know, pay a little bit more in taxes and all this other stuff and, you know, be seen in a respectable time frame and get my knee fixed. Instead of just saying, well, <laughs> guess got a collapsed lung. Guess I got to wait six months to <laughs> get that fixed. Like, what are we talking about? And we always compare ourselves to other countries with 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 less people. Oh, in Switzerland, they have this. Oh, in, in Finland, they have this. Oh, and the, yo, it's 350 million documented people in America. That's not even including the illegal people. So let's just round it up to about 390 million people that we're trying to get like all on the same pace. You understand what I'm saying? To, to, to financially support that many people compared to a country that has like 7 million people. Well, duh. You get what I'm saying? But at least here, you know, you can smoke weed and not go to prison for nine years. You, you feel what I'm saying? Like, women could walk around with their titties out, right? And it's so crazy here that if a woman walks around with her titties out and you look, you're the pervert. <laughs> like, like, hold up. Like, this bitch walk around with her breasticles out talking about that's what makes her feel empowered as a woman. 
The only thing empowered is my dick right now is looking at your breasts. Like, the, the, no one is viewing you as a strong woman because your titties out. We're just like, yeah, you know, we're going to suck them titties. And we don't care if you fat or skinny. Because if, if a chick like Lizzo or when Adele was fat had her titties out, you know, real nigga going to look. You feel me? We're not complaining. We're just, I'm just trying to point out the obvious. Like, I, I'm glad I live in this free-for-all. You know what I'm saying? I... I'm glad, but I'm not because I see how this can just become a, a, a runaway avalanche and just come crumbling down because everyone feels entitled because the minute you tell someone, no, you're oppressing them or you're imposing on their free will or, you know what I'm saying? You're, you're, you're trying to take advantage of them, you know, or you're a man who hates women. Like what, man, put your damn titties away. You're going to start a riot. You feel me? I'm just a little insulted that a woman could walk around with her titties and if I look, I'm a pervert. But if I whip my dick out and she looks, I'm the pervert. Can I get some consistency in these laws? Like maybe I want to, you know, whip my shmeat out. You feel me? I don't understand. Like who am I bothering? Women want to see. Why women? Why you telling me women don't want to see dick? Y'all talk about dick all day. I listen to y'all rap music. I be talking about pussy and dick all day in all your rap songs. That's it. So why when I whip my dick out, all of a sudden it's just like, oh my God, this nigga got his dick out. You know what I'm saying? Why can't I whip my dick out at work? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. Don't whip your dick out at work. Don't whip your dick out. But I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just trying to show you the inconsistencies in the fuckery of society. You know what I'm saying? In America, yo, women been hoeing though. <laughs> like I was watching Titanic the other day and I was like, man, this bitch rose is a hoe. Like, yo, she <laughs> You gotta paint the scene. Like, this is nineteen twelve, right? So this is still back when, you know, women were seen as these gentle creatures. Not not women are the New York City women are the strongest niggas in the world right now. So this is a different breed of women back then. Women back then, you know. You had to still put your, your coat over a puddle of water for these women. You feel what I'm saying? You still held the door for these women. These, these new women are um, NFL linemen. But back in the day, women still had respect for themselves. So Rose was like engaged, but she ain't like the dude that she was engaged to because he was always controlling her and, you know, wanted her to act like a civilized human being and Rose wanted to run around and be free and, you know, pop that pussy for a real nigga. But the crazy thing is, right, son son, son had bread, it was engaged to her, the parents liked him, had the ticket for the Titanic, and, you know, she was just like, nah, man, I want that broke nigga dick. <laughs> like, like, yo, she really was letting the dude she just met on a boat clap her cheeks, bro. Like, that's crazy. Son had nothing to offer her he didn't have a penny to his name. He was sleeping at the bottom of the boat. That nigga was broke. Like, he was just a fucking bum, essentially. He had no real plans when he got to America. You know, he was just moving like, you know, the broke niggas in the peas now. Like, but just white. You feel me? And son, he wasn't getting to the bag like that. You feel me? So she was like, man, I'm going to America and I'm going to show my ass. Yo, she let my nigga Jack clap cheeks in the back seat of a car. Raw doggy. So that yo, and this is 1912. 
Wasn't nobody pulling out. It wasn't no abortions readily available. It wasn't no birth control like that. It wasn't, and they definitely wasn't using no jimmies. So son squozing that pussy, my nigga. Like, he squozing that. Like, I remember the scene. You knew exactly when Jack was nothing because son started breathing mad hard. Like, oh. And they started kissing. Son did not pull out. Like, because if he did, it would have been on his hands. Both his hands was by her face. Some just blasted right in that. And then, you know, because I'm just like, damn, this whole movie is basically about an old lady talking about, let me tell you how I fucked this broke guy on a boat. Like, damn, bitches, been fucking niggas on boats, boy. <laughs> this shit was like a, a yacht party going wrong. Like, that is, yo, that is the worst cruise ever. That is 10 times worse than a Norwegian cruise, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, um... So, yeah, she was getting clapped in the back seat early. This is in the 1912. So, it's like, damn. And then, you know, subconsciously, people are just like, oh, this is a romance. I'm like, nah, this is a tragedy. Because, yo, she cheated on her man. She was hoeing. Then the nigga, the side nigga died. And she, yo, she a greasy bitch because Jack could have lived. You feel me? Jack could have lived. She was just like, nah, nigga, you got to die. (laughs) This secret cannot get out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that I was out here fucking you, like, no, you know what I'm saying, just, my sins die with this boat, you know what I'm saying, then when she got to New York, she she clipped the rich nigga too, she she went on her, her other way, you feel me, and then, at the end of the, the story, it's like, it's like her and her granddaughter, right, so I'm just like, yo, is that Jack's granddaughter, like, we never get to that um, resolution, you feel like whose kid is whose kids are these? You feel me? But yeah, Rose was a hoe. That the whole Titanic story was about um bitches hoeing. And that made me think, like, yo, people like broke and toxic relationships. Let me explain. Let me explain, right? In life, people tend to make moves or changes when they're uncomfortable, right? So let me give you an example. If I held you down and I put a lighter to your skin. You'd move and try to fight me off because you don't like that shit. It's uncomfortable and you would like try to change your situation. It's like, yo, this motherfucker got a light on me. It burns. Fuck up off me, right? If I smothered your face with a pillow, you would immediately start moving and fighting me off, like trying to get out of that, right? So why do people, when they get uh, a whack job or a relationship that they don't like, they get comfortable with it? They have no ambition. They're just like, they're they're settled. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you're not fighting or trying to move for something better. You're just content with being uh, broke and unhappy. I think that's like the natural state for humans. They just like being in a state of chaos. You know what I'm saying? And then want to go online and think everybody is, is jealous of you and hating on you. I don't get it. Like, cause, cause everybody a bad bitch until EBT is canceled. Like yesterday, there was a national EBT outage. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how many people were not able to put food on the table last night because EBT wasn't working? Like, imagine you just racked up $500 worth of groceries to feed your family and you go to swipe your card and they're like, yo, EBT not working. You got to pay cash. And you're looking at your hungry ass kids and you got to put all the food back and you got to get top ramen instead because you only got $5 in your bank account. That's literally what happened yesterday. 
You get what I'm saying? So the fact that this happened to so many people and they didn't have the cash to cover that instead lets me know as a whole, America kind of likes being broke. Like we're the richest nation, allegedly, and there's still like so many broke ass people. That's scary. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't I don't know, man. Like I just feel we need to make better decisions as a whole. You know? Financially, relationship wise. We just I, I, I don't know. A lot of things bug me out, man. Like I try not to complain too much. I complain about things that aren't that serious, like, you know, chicks who dress like me, motherfucking Birkenstock slippers. I hate them shits, yo. Like, that's, nothing makes my dick softer than a pair of Birkenstocks. Like, I don't get it. They're the most unflattering piece of footwear. It makes your foot just look like a wide, flat duck foot that smells like cheese. Like, I, it's just not, it's not wavy. But, you know what I hate? Like, for real, for real. <laughs> like, and I don't give a fuck who's offended. I hate when people who don't work call themselves a full-time mom. Like, yo, that's mad insulting. They're basically making everyone else sound like a part-time mom. Like, don't, don't, don't turn your lack of employment into a cool sounding title that makes me sound like a shitty parent. Like, imagine I went around going, yeah, I'm a part-time dad. Like, that shit is not, that's not a catchy title. It sounds like a euphemism for a deadbeat. Like, what's the cutoff? Like, you know, all right, so when you have a job, like 40 hours is the magic full-time number, right? How much time a week makes you a full-time parent? Like, if I don't spend 72 full hours a week in my kid's face, I don't qualify for paid vacation. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, is there a union for this shit? You feel me? Is my kid the manager? Like, can somebody got to explain this to me? Like, what do you get for being a full-time parent? Like, a stick figure employee of the month drawing on your refrigerator? <laughs> like, imagine having that conversation with a single mother. Like... Like, your husband goes to work and you get to stay at home all day, right? And then you're talking to a single mom about being a full-time parent. You feel me? Like, a woman who works a full-time job, has her kids in sports, and takes them to classes on the weekends, and she's in school too, trying to get her master's degree, but she's not a full-time mom? But because you're fucking, and your pajamas, you know, making pasta necklaces and finger painting, you know, that makes you a full-time mom because you watch Coco Melon all day, like, the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've met full-time parents who have dumb children. Like, how does that make sense? Like, how is you, how are you with your kid all day and that motherfucker still can't talk or walk and he's like three? Like, uh, Susan, your kid's retarded. Like, and you're a bad parent. You feel me? Like, if, you're, if I'm home all day with my kid, by five, that little nigga gonna know fractions. You feel me? <laughs> like, like, and if not, you gotta get a job and, and put your kid in daytail, in daycare. You know what I'm saying? Like, you should be able to get fired for being a full-time mom. Like, there's certain achievements and accolades your kids had to acquire for you to retain that job. Fuck so hard about taking a nap at 2 p.m. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and then, yo, and then... Like, I, right. what trips me out is the parents who are, who are like full-time moms, you know, the stay-at-home mom, I'm, uh, relax, the, the moms who put their kid in school, right, and then you home all day, 
no one's there. Like, what what mom shit are you doing? And then half the time, dinner's not even ready by the time everybody's home. Like, that shit is crazy. Like, you got kids start school at 8.30 and they get out at 3. Yo, that's mad hours. You got, That's like seven whole hours of free time that you have to motherfucking go to the gym, get your hair done. Like, yo, you can't be a stay-at-home wife or stay-at-home mom and be ugly. Because you, you got mad time to sleep. You got mad time to go get your hair done, your nails done. You have free time. You know what I'm saying? If you're a stay-at-home wife slash mom, your husband probably got a good job, so that means you have access to the bank account. Like, you know, go take care of yourself. Like, I'd be damned if I come home to an ugly wife who's not working. Like, if you ugly, you got to work. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it that is just how it is. I don't want to hear about how hard it is being a, a full-time mom and your kid is in school. You feel me? Especially, I, I don't want to hear about, yo, it's so hard. What do you do with a three-month-old? I don't know. Put the motherfucker in the stroller and go for a walk. Like, they don't know what anything is. Like, everything is fascinating to... You can literally... Like, you'll see parents just like, oh, Googling shit like, what to do with a three-month-old? Uh, have you tried going to a park and looking at a pigeon? Like, they don't know... What a pigeon is, yo. Like, that shit is fascinating to them. It's it's no effort to entertain a four-month-old who can't even sit up. What What's the little nigga going to do? Run away? Like, <laughs> if you put your, your four-month-old in a stroller, right, in the middle of the living room and strap them down, yo, you could go to the store and come back. Guess what they're going to be? Strapped down in a stroller because they can't get out. Like, what what's so difficult? The hardest part is them crying. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't get it. I, I guess I'm being arrogant because I don't have kids and I don't understand how difficult it is. I hear you. But I know some stupid people with, like, four kids. So I don't think it's hard. You know, like, if it was that hard, why do you keep making them? Like, if, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't... You, you get what I'm saying? And don't be... And don't be acting funny... When I ask certain questions, right? So, like, if you go and post your photos all day and push your stomach in my face and all this other shit, you're going to answer every question I ask you. So, like, so like, say say you bring your stomach in my face. I'm, I'm going to ask a, a rude question like, yo, so what position y'all was in when he nutted in you to make this baby? Like, I want to know the details. You want to shove this kid in my face? Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I want to know. I don't I don't see how I'm out of line. Cause it's like you basically just telling us y'all was fucking and he nutted in you. But I can't ask what position y'all was in. That's all the pregnancy is, is two people fucking and someone forgot to pull out. So I wanna know how y'all was fucking. Was he pulling your hair? Did you suck his dick first? Like what was going down that night that he was just like, nah, I got to bust in this. You know what I'm saying? Like, was you tickling his balls? Like what was going on? Like, did he eat your ass? Like why were you content with him nutting you? Because a lot of women be having panic attacks when you nutting them because they're like, oh my God, you know, you came in me. But this time you was cool with it. So I'm trying to figure out, you know, what went down beforehand. You feel what I'm saying? Was he hitting it from the back with that splack splack? You know what I'm saying? Like, never mind, man. Don't pay me no mind. And now it comes to my favorite part of the show. Supreme Dickhead. This episode of Supreme Dickhead, 
goes to an Italian man who found a way to contract monkeypox, COVID-19, and HIV at the same damn time. Like, how, how do you get the Holy Trinity on one vacation? My man went to a trip in Spain and came back fucked up. Like, <laughs> that man, that man has moved like an infectious disease clinic out here. Like, fuck is wrong with him? This, I, I don't, that, he was, uh, he's 36, right? And he returned from a five-day trip to Spain and came back bumped up. You feel what I'm saying? Like, he, he started noticing unusual rashes on his arm and body. So he went down, you know, to get tested and all that. And he caught all three. You know what I'm saying? Like, who you was fucking on that trip, bro? Like, you, yo, that's a bad trip to go. <laughs> Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, we know it's a pandemic out here. This dude is just out here going raw diddly. You know what I'm saying? Like this nigga was just like, ah, fuck it. And here's the crazy part: this same nasty nigga was treated for syphilis in 2019. Like this nigga's a fucking menace to society. Yo, he should go to prison, bro. Like you out here, this is your your second STD. You caught syphilis before. You thought you would have learned your lesson. Like, bro, I, I I thank God that I've never caught anything. Right. This nigga caught syphilis in 2019 and said, you know what? I'm going to go back. <laughs> and it went back and caught the hat trick, bro. The holy grail. The trifecta. Fucking idiot. They, they haven't released his name or anything like that. I guess they want to keep his identity private. But um, they were just like, yo, we never seen anything like this. Like, this nigga's sick in the head. How you get monkeypox? Like, because first of all, I don't know if y'all have seen monkeypox, but they're very visible, right? So when you go to fuck somebody, you, you see the bumps everywhere. So this man must have just been like, ah, fuck it. Let me just see what happens, right? You, you can't see HIV. So I'll let him slide on that. HIV isn't that visible. Syphilis is kind of visible because motherfuckers be having orange pus coming out of their dick and their pussy. So it's just like, I, you know, this, this, you know, this, this, this ain't jiggy. You know what I'm saying? Like you can see that, um, COVID, you know, some people are asymptomatic, but a lot of motherfuckers be out here coughing hard. So I don't understand how this dude just missed all the signs. Like this dude is just out here going raw doggy. Like this nigga's giving out dick sashimi. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a nasty nigga. So yeah, he's getting my supreme dickhead. And I hope this man's dick falls off and he needs to be locked away in prison, you heard? Now it's time to end this episode with a beautiful quote. And it goes like this. If you can light the spark of curiosity, then you will learn without any further assistance. Think about it. Stay black, y'all. Peace.